God morning listeners. Welcome back to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten. And I'd like to dedicate today's podcast to new friendships. Amen. Let us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, as I begin my day, I am thankful for your grace. It is reassuring to know a force greater than me is working on my behalf. And your grace is the confidant and the loving power I need. Lord, I am aware you are challenging me to operate with a dependency on faith, on your word, and on your grace. In my distress, your voice speaks and reminds me your grace is already intervening in my dilemmas. When I prefer to speak from flesh and not spirit, your grace offers me forgiveness. In the midst of emotional and physical pain, your grace is the physician that brings healing. As I strive to be a vessel rooted in your word, I realize my development is connected to your unmerited favor. Your grace, not my intellect, is the transforming power in my life. Please help me to grow in your grace. Teach me to appreciate and even expect your unmerited favor to lead me from despair to hope. Help me receive the instruction and spiritual understanding grace will provide for my growth. Show me how to depend on your grace. When I am confused and afflicted, Lord, send your grace to rescue me. When the adversary creates disorder in my life, empower me with grace to avoid his deceptive devices. And when my joy is weak, supply my spirit with strength and grace to recall you are my joy, Lord. Father, I thank you for the love you reveal through your grace. It blesses me with spiritual power to do your will. It assures me of your presence in my life. It comforts me when I am troubled. It is the answer to problems which are beyond my ability to solve. It is the love essential for my being. So I praise you for grace that is a powerful gift of your love. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. And that was from Prayers in the Wilderness. Proverbs 3, verse 34. Surely he scorns the scornful, but he gives grace to the humble. Romans chapter 5, verse 1. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Amen.
Ephesians chapter 1 verses 5 through 8, having predestined us to adoption as sons of Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, by which he made us accepted in the beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, and according to the riches of his grace, which he made to abound toward us in all wisdom and prudence. Amen. This is a great day to pray. God is with us. Just reach out your hand and grab his. Amen. Be right back. Stay right there, listeners. Five minutes in. The Lord is telling us to be open and involved. He says, I want you to pray prayers that are powerful and life transforming, not only for yourself, but also for others. I want you to be open and involved in helping work in others' lives. You are my representative. I depend on you to represent me in all you say and do, but you cannot do it in your own strength. It can only be done in mine. Bring others to me in prayer and allow me to do the rest. You may need to keep your eyes open for opportunities to be my hands and feet to those around you. I don't expect you to do anything without my help. I want you to use the resources I've given you and the talents I've provided you to encourage others and get involved in their lives in order to fulfill my purposes. I will work in and through you as long as you continue to be open and willing to be involved and used by me. I will never force myself on you. I want you to have a natural desire to be loved by me and to be part of my plans. I will bless you as you're a blessing to others. Simply come to me and ask me to show you what to do and I will empower you in every way to do it. Amen. Thank you for your instructions for today. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 20 says, Therefore we are Christ's representatives and through us God is calling you. We beg you on behalf of Christ to become reunited with God. Amen. I dedicated today's podcast to new friendships, listeners, because I am noticing, and you might be too, that God is bringing extraordinary people into your life. 
I believe as Christians, having God's love on our chest is drawing people to the light. I don't know, you may have to think about it for a minute, but you're affecting someone's life every time you come in contact with them. And as you heard the Lord say, he wants to use us to be the hands and feet of others. And most importantly, for us to lead them to him. I'm going to be really, really mindful of that today. And as I go out and bump into people and start having these friendly conversations I've been having, I'm going to go a little deeper and I'm going to see how can God come into their life. I always ask everyone, do they know the Lord? And everyone says, oh, yes, yes, I know there's a higher power. No, not a higher power. The only power. God in heaven. And make sure they say it clearly. Amen. From commanding your morning, let's turn on the light. James chapter 4 verse 3 says, You ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions. Listeners, this is not some kind of magical thinking. Speaking scriptures out and over situations is not like something out of a television series. We are not manipulating people, atmospheres, or events to get what we want. We are speaking out God's will over them and his laws and promises to enforce that will. Once again, intercession is not manipulation. It is turning on the light so those stumbling in the dark can finally find their ways to the door for themselves. Amen. We'll be back in just a moment. We've got more. Turn on the light, listeners. God's way, day by day. Blessed are you when they revile and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. When spirit-filled believers are treated unjustly, they feel the outrage and frustration that accompany such acts. There may even be a period of time in which thoughts of revenge cloud their thinking. But before long, they regain perspective. They focus on the truth. They remind themselves that all things work together for good and that as believers, they are not to repay evil for evil. Again, they don't deny the pain. They just look at it differently. They choose not to become bitter. They forgive and they move on. Amen. 
Romans chapter 8, verse 32. He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? The good things that God the Father has for Jesus, he has for us. Too many Christians seem to believe that life should be a tedious, long-faced journey with no laughter, no fun, no pleasure. A person who is walking in obedience to God will have abundant reasons to enjoy life. God desires his children to have a life overflowing listeners with things that are good and certainly laughter, joy, beauty, comfort, creative expression, blessing, love, health, friendships, and adventures can be very, very good things in our lives. Amen. That was sweet. Lots of gusto. And Romans chapter 8, verse 38. Neither death nor life shall be able to separate us from the love of God. Listen carefully. There is nothing that can separate you from God. The mistakes you make and the sins you commit after you've accepted Christ Jesus do not separate you from God. He will convict you of these sins so you can confess them, but he will forgive you when you repent of them and make a change in your future behavior for your sake, for your good. But these sins do not separate you again from God. God told his people that even if they disobeyed him and experienced all the negative consequences, he would still be there when they turned to him. He continually called himself the Lord your God. And they never ceased being his people. Amen. And Mark chapter 6, verse 56. As many as touched him were made well. Listeners, God does not need place within our lives so that we will be imperfect, incomplete human beings. God does not place needs within our lives so that we will be imperfect, incomplete human beings. These needs exist within us to compel us to seek God and to rely upon him to make us whole. Our needs, in other words, become our potential. In the resolving and the overwhelming needs through the power of the Holy Spirit, we truly come into the fullness of all that we were created to accomplish, to all that we were created to achieve. 
and to all that we were created to fulfill in our lives. Our needs, listeners, are the launching platform for us to accomplish the purpose for our lives. They are the starting point for us to learn to grow. They are the starting point for us to develop and eventually come into the fullness of the statue, of the stature of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And listeners, we're just to wait in faith. Psalm 37, verse 7, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Sometimes the days, the weeks, months, and even years can pass without an answer from God about something very dear to us. And if you're in such a season right now, listeners, I encourage you to take heart and don't give up hope. Understand that the waiting on God's timing is not only one of the most profitable lessons you will ever learn as a believer, but one of the most necessary. Amen. Yes, waiting is one of the most difficult things you'll do as a Christian because there is always that underlying doubt that the Father will answer your prayers. (coughs) Pray with me, Jesus. I wait for you. Trusting that the delays are not denials, but are important for your purposes. Amen. Okay, listeners, we've been asked to meet other people and to bring them to the Lord. So let's make that our mission today, that we're going to meet people. We're going to circle back on the new friends we've recently made. And we're going to talk about the Lord in such a way that they're going to want to follow us. They're going to want to listen to the podcast. They're going to want to pray with you. They're going to want you to pray for them. Have a glorious day, listeners. And thank you for coming to pray with me. We just got these blessings started. Amen. Alleluia. Bye for now. And from prayers to start your day, outside appearances, things like the clothes you wear or the car you drive are important to other people, but totally unimportant to God. Trust God. Pray with me. Dear Lord, 
The world focuses on my outward appearance, but you see my heart. Today, Father, I will guard my heart as I focus upon the real person I am today and the person I can become tomorrow. Amen. Listeners, we must learn to move according to the timetable of the timeless one and to be at peace. Pray with me. Dear Lord, your timing is seldom my timing, but your timing is always right for me. When I am impatient, remind me that you are never early or late. You are always on time. So let me trust you today in every way. Amen. Pray with me. Lord, this world has so many expectations of me, but today I will not seek to meet those. I will do my best to meet your expectations. I will make you my ultimate priority, Lord, by serving you, by praising you, by loving you, and by obeying you. Amen. If it is your goal to always be right in everything, your soul will suffer. In my experience, God rarely makes us fear, makes our fear disappear. Instead, he asks us to be strong and to take courage. Pray with me. Dear Lord, when I am fearful, keep me mindful that you are my protector and my salvation. Thank you, Father, for a perfect love that casts out fear. And because of you, I can live courageously and faithfully this day and every day. Amen. Pray with me. Father, guide me with your word as I pray. Do not let me speak of myself. It is your word that will change minds and hearts. So I commit to declare your word over my life and others' lives. You desire that everyone be saved and come into the knowledge of the truth. Let your will be done, Father, because your light to shine through me so others can find their way. In Jesus' name, amen. Cause your light to shine through me, Jesus. Amen. And from God's purpose for your life, it says, there will be moments in your walk with Jesus when he will only show you the next step instead of disclosing the entire plan to you. And you will feel like saying, Lord, what are you doing? And how are you going to work this out? But this is the way that the Lord operates listeners. 
He gives you sufficient light in order to travel to the next point on his roadmap. When you reach that place, he gives you the next clue on the journey. And this is the way he teaches you to be fully dependent on him. If he showed you the full story and how to do everything at one time, well, you'd run off doing your own thing. And the next thing you know, you're stepping off a cliff because you think, I've got this. And that's why the will of God usually comes one step at a time. He knows that we would bypass the very obstacles and challenges that prepare us and make the journey successful. But we simply cannot lose doing what God wants us to do. He wants us to do it, and in the manner he says to proceed. This is the most certain way to success. Amen. Pray with me. Jesus, thank you for teaching me to depend on you. I will trust in you step by step. Amen. And Psalm 37, verse 23, The Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Amen. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. We're still praying. And blessings are coming. 